Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 126, looking at 1 Samuel 16 and 17, and then Acts chapter 19 and the first 21 verses. First, we head into the book of 1 Samuel. With Saul rejected as king, what was the Lord's plan? Note, it was not to turn away from kings. The people had made their choice for kings, and now God would operate his plan through that choice. He would end up anointing David as king. Now, David was not a traditional choice. He was not a mighty warrior, nor was he the firstborn, nor did he even have the stature and height that Saul had. He was a drastic change to Saul. That's because he was not man's choice, but God's choice for king. Notice, God orchestrated the ability to anoint David. He then orchestrates David to be in the right place at the right time before King Saul, who by this point no longer served the Lord, but only his own ego. God was putting together a monumental moment, one that would show it's not about might or strength or battle readiness or even experience, for David would show that faith in the Lord and strength gained from this faith was a powerful thing. And we know the story well, David and Goliath, the mighty giant warrior killed by the small David with a slingshot. You would never bet on David winning, but God was on the side of this faithful servant. God had anointed him as the future king of his people, and the Lord would bless him greatly. This is something we need to remember. If it is in the plan of God, it will be blessed and it will happen. If it is not in the plan of God or strays from it, then the Lord will remove his blessing. We see this in David and Saul. We also see it when we apply it to our own lives. As we walk with the Lord, so we walk in his plan. As we wander away from him, we wander away from the plan. And remember, the Lord blesses his plan and he thwarts anything outside of it. So the question simply comes down to, are you walking with the Lord in his plan? Let's move into the book of Acts. And in the early chapters of Acts, we saw how the Holy Spirit came down to the people. We remember that Jesus promised the Holy Spirit to the disciples, stating that after he went, the Spirit would be given to help them, guide them, and to be their power and presence of God with them in all days. In chapter 19, we see that not all the new converts had heard about the Spirit. They had heard about Jesus and the gospel through his work on the cross. They had found salvation in Jesus, but they had not yet learned of the Spirit being given. It is interesting to note that Paul immediately goes to the question about baptism. You see, it was in salvation and then baptism that the believer was fully equipped and set apart for the Lord. In some respects, baptism was the mark of a true believer, one who is now guided by the Holy Spirit. And so Paul not only leads them to baptism, but to receive that gift of the Spirit and the Lord working through them. We learn learn how the Apostle Paul once again continued his ministry. Wherever the gospel was preached, some were converted, others refused and became angry, and still others were jealous and wanted to use the power that Paul possessed through the grace of God. What we see in all of these travels and the antics of those who masqueraded as genuine workers of Christ is that God is very much in charge. He directs Paul where to go, he lifts the faithful, he provides salvation to the people, and he rebukes those who disobey his word. It may be Paul that we are following in Acts, but ultimately it is God who is the standout character throughout. When we consider our own lives, is Jesus the standout character in our lives? Or does something or someone else take that place? In answering this question, we learn who we live for. You live for the person who is the standout in your life. And I encourage you to make it Jesus and live for him. Let's pray. Father, we do indeed pray that we would be walking in your plan, that we would trust your plan, that we would hold faithful to that plan. 
Father, we pray that no one or no thing will distract us from that plan, that we would be servants of Christ Jesus, followers of the Son of God, children to the Creator God, and faithful believers in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We pray that that would be evident in our lives and it would be evident in every action and every thought and every word. We pray this in his precious name. Amen.